This is Reimagine Law, a podcast about legal education and careers to help students navigate their career choices. Welcome to this episode of Reimagine Law. We're partway through our series of development hacks. So in this episode, we're going to get deep. How do you know when you're learning? We're going to explore how to recognize it and use that to your advantage. Um, and Kerry and Nigel have some great insights for us. Hi again, Kerry. Well, Hello. good to speak again. And um, I think in this episode of our development hacks, what we wanted to move on to now is this sort of almost not quite what is learning, but almost I was thinking, Kerry, what's the best source of learning for people? And perhaps are there any methods that they need to think about that would really help them um, think about almost where does their learning come from and how they capture it? Yeah, I think the um, a, a key uh, sort of trick, if you like, is to, uh, as we were saying, actually, at the end of the last podcast, um, is take that take that step back and really reflect on what you've learned. Yeah. Um, and note it down, because then you can use that as a reference and an anchor point and see how mm. far you've come. Um, but it can also be um, something that helps shape your, your, you know, your next steps and your your development plan, if you like, yes. um, by, by charting that out. Um, and so a part of it, I think, is 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 understanding yourself. We were right at the very beginning of our podcast series for Reimagine Law. We said, you know, know thyself. We did, didn't we? Yeah, we, yeah. we, we started from my world of classics and Aristotle and know thyself. Yeah, exactly. Exactly, exactly. And, and I think, you know, keeping keeping this sort of aspiration of, of building your own awareness, your own self-awareness yeah. at the heart of everything you do is, is absolutely critical. I think it allows you to be the best version of yourself. It allows you to take... Mm to really grow and develop and, and stretch yourself um, mm. and be open to those opportunities that we've, we've talked about previously. It also, though, um, fundamentally helps you understand others better as well. Well, that's a really good point. Yeah, indeed. Relationships. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, but it also, as part of that, helps you um, deal with setbacks. You know, when things haven't gone quite so well, um, or you know, you've tried something that maybe hasn't worked, or maybe the elements of it, um, you know, a complete disaster it all happens. You will <laughs> yes. fail at some at some things, and you know, we have to work out a way of dusting ourselves off and thinking, yeah. take taking the learning from those sort of negative experiences as well, because everything is essentially a learning experience, isn't it, in life? So. Mm. Um, Kerry, that reminds me just in, just quickly. That reminds me of that that famous sort of acronym way of way of using the word fail as an acronym of first attempt in learning. Which you know, because yeah. when things don't go well, actually thinking, well, what actually is it? Because there's always something you can take from it. It might be literally, I suppose, I mustn't try it like that again. Or it might be, do you know what? We tried it. We tried something quite complicated. Actually, this bit worked. This bit might not have that might not have worked so well. So. As you say, it's very rare that we won't have actually learned something, even if it doesn't go well. And I know, I know, our, our brains are carry are probably, um, you know, as human beings, we're almost hardwired to almost want to avoid pain. So we almost want to look away from when things haven't gone well. But I think exploring that as, as well. That said, I know we don't want to fo- we don't want to completely focus on failure because I think another thing, Kerry, certainly in the organisations I've worked in, we always used to say was. We don't focus enough on also why things have gone well. So often we just go, yay, that worked really well, that project ran really well, or the client's really happy, or I've got the job, that's great. But actually, why did that happen is often the question we never go through and ask ourselves. And I think that's really important on your reflection point, Kerry. Mm, indeed, indeed. And that, you know, again, this, this 
looking at toolkits and, that, and frameworks that might help the people that are, that are listening to this. Um, I'm sure you know, you know very well the, the, the learning cycle um, that, that we use within the world of work a lot around you know, how, do you, how do you plan for the next activity um, and explore how you go about actually you know, doing that work. Then you, you do it yourself and with the experience that the practical application of it. Um, and then you're applying, you're applying your learning, you're getting your feedback um, from, from yourself, but also from others. And then you're reflecting. And if you use that framework as part of um, a journal, for example, writing it down, it doesn't have to be a formal journal, it can be you know, a, a notebook, it could be online, uh, but just noting it down so that that, that continuous cycle can be um, applied as you go through each learning experience, especially when there's, a, there's you know, something quite significant, so a, a new project that you've been involved in or potentially a you know, starting new role and you're exposed to a different, um, a, a different uh, way of working. Applying that learning cycle, I think, is is a good way of, of structuring your thoughts around what has happened and then how you plan for the next experience. So, Kerry, yeah, that's really that's really in, that's really important. I think, isn't that whole thought that I think it was Kolb's thinking, wasn't it? His right, his, yeah. his his sort of experiential learning cycle, as he called it, where you have an experience, as you say, and then you you stop and you think about it and say, well, what did go right? What what didn't go so well? Or what can I take next time? And what action should I take? Um, yeah. And of course, there's been so much work around that, Kerry. There's been all the, there's been all the sort of learning styles. Of, there was the Honey and Mumford work, wasn't there as well, which which I always quite found quite helpful actually for people in the firms I was in. Yeah, indeed. And that, that's all about um, understanding how you learn. You know, what, what what kind of a learner are you? So are you yeah, yeah. that um, you know likes to get going just just to have a crack? You know, just get going. They called that the activist, didn't they? Um, yeah. And then there's those that actually want to understand, um, you know, why things happen in the way they happen. Yes. Um, and so, you know, that, that's the theorist in you. Um, those that just want to understand how it applies in the real world um, yeah. is, you know, the, the pragmatist. And, and those that just would like to think through <laughs> and reflect um, upon, upon situations um, and, and, and really uncover different perspectives um, yes. as a reflector. So, yeah, and, you know, we're, we're not necessarily all just sitting in, in one particular kind of quadrant, if you like, no. um, but it does give you a sense of where, again, you know, that, that, that word again, energy, where your energy will come from. Absolutely. If you're yeah. looking at um, uh, yeah, a learning method as an activist, um, who likes to just crack on and get on with it, but then you're given um, something to, to, to read, review, reflect upon, discuss theoretically um, for, you know, over, over a course of a week or so, that might make you want to, you know, jump over the edge because it's not, <laughs> how you, it's not where you get your energy from, uh, whereas others may, may, may love that, may thrive in that. Well, do you know, Kerry, that's a really interesting one because I think that takes you to the thought of actually, again, how do you bring your strengths, which I know we talked about in an earlier episode as well, this thought of how you bring your strengths. And almost, again, a way of when I, in my coaching sometimes, I often used to ask people, 
well, how often in your role, if you think about the pie chart of your time, which I often used to talk about with people, all the time you spend on, on your role at the moment, in, in the role you're in, the job you're in, or whether you're at college or wherever you are, how much of that time do you, do you spend in certain ways? And you can think of it, as you say, in some of these ways of Honey and Mumford, in the sense of how much time are you actually contributing by reflecting or are you contributing by doing? Or, you know, so how, again, how does that fit to your strengths as well? So perhaps that's, that's something for people to think about, Kerry, almost about what the fit is in their role and, and, and also, Kerry, this point around teams again. Again, the key point about teams, you need difference. So the whole point yeah. is actually, you know, it's great to be working on projects with people where actually you have these different styles, but being aware of your own style is really helpful to your point, Kerry. Yeah, absolutely. Good breath again, back down to self-awareness, isn't it? <laughs> it is, it is. But, you know, and again, some of these questionnaires you, that you can do, do with these, or even just doing a bit of research on the on the, um, on the the internet about Cole or Honey and Mumford can, can take you there as well. Um, and I think, Kerry, also, you, you'd mentioned to me in the past that about Phil Race's uh, work as well. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I think the yeah, it, it sort of follows another framework which can be quite useful to look at. And we, we can certainly put a link, I think, to some of these. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, um, make, it, make it easier for people. Um, but yeah, it's about, um, he's got a four, four sort of step framework, wanting, doing, digesting, and feedback. Um, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah so, so wanting is, is all about understanding what, what, what is, is it that you're wanting to try to achieve. So yeah. be very clear on your kind of purpose and your goal. Um, getting on with it is obviously the, the good. <laughs> yeah. um, and then digesting is the reflection part of it. That's you know, as we talked about before. But most importantly, feedback. You're getting the feedback and, and learning from it and work to your point before. You know, what kind of actions are you going to do take as a result yeah. of that? Are you going to change anything? Would you do anything differently next time? Um, yeah. And I think that, that that that's a nice simple framework. But again, we could, we could put a link to the, to that on your on our absolutely. Show. Um, and, and I think, Kerry, you know, I think what we wanted to do in the next episode, actually, that, that leads us very nicely into the next episode, because I think what we wanted to, to do next was actually think about this issue of feedback in a little bit more detail, because we've spoken in a few of these episodes already about how important it is to almost to get outside yourself, to understand not just what you think, but how do others see things, especially how do they see you and how do they see your strengths and what you're bringing. So this whole thing of feedback, I think, is what we'll, what we'll move on to next. Thanks, I do.